Welcome to this God-inspired message from Shofar Christian Church. Enjoy today's message. May you experience the presence of our Father and may you grow deeper in your relationship with Him. Welcome once again to Church at Home. This incredibly precious time, this time where we get in the spirit at least to be together, to share together, to pray together, and to grow together as we follow Jesus. I trust that you have been keeping fantastically well, healthy, and full of life, that you are thriving and flourishing in all that you do. I remember many, many years ago giving a Bible to a colleague before I was sort of in a full time ministry employed at a church. And she was of a different religion. She definitely never had a Bible before. I don't think she'd ever read a Bible. But I gave her this Bible and somewhat to my surprise, she actually read it. I'm not sure exactly how much of it she read, but I know she read at least some of it. And I know this because she mentioned at one stage to me a couple of weeks later that what stood out to her most of the Bible was that it was full of stories. She'd grown up in a different religion with a different religious text. And she was astounded that our holy book was this book of stories. I wonder when you think of scripture, which is your favorite story? Is it the story of Esther, that beautiful princess? It's a story in our house we read often when we do Bible story, Bible time. My daughters, I've got three of them, no boys in this house. And they only want to read a Bible story if it has a girl in it. If there's no woman, they're not interested in the story. So we read Esther a lot, perhaps Daniel in the lion's den, this crazy story of this man who was committed to the end, up until death, to not bow his knee to any other, and how God shut the mouths of the lions and saved Daniel in that, in that situation. There's Moses, this prince of Egypt. I mean, Hollywood movies have been made of these stories. This prince who delivered his people from slavery. There's Peter and all of his exploits as such, if you want to call them that. Peter walking on the water. I've skied many times. I know many of us are surfers. Apparently that's amazing. Never surfed before, but imagine walking on water. One of my favorite stories is this guy called Philip. And God speaks to him and tells him, go into the desert. And he goes into the desert and there's this eunuch. He ministers to this eunuch, this eunuch. He baptizes this eunuch. As an aside, this eunuch was most likely the first person to bring the gospel to Africa. But this Ethiopian eunuch, after he's baptized, Philip comes up out of the water. And right there, he's teleported. He's gone. He is no more. And they find him a couple of kilometers down the road, close to another town. There's Paul's exploits as he travels the whole of the known world, proclaiming the gospel. Some of these stories are, are long, entire chapters and books devoted to people's lives. And some of them are short, just two or three sentences. The Bible is full of stories. Even right now in our children's church and the safari course they're doing, they're busy studying the stories associated with Jesus, miracles. True stories, but still stories. Tales to be told. Tales that we can sit around a campfire and we can tell of the goodness of the God that we serve. Perhaps if you are together as a, a small group, a bunch of friends, whatever it may be, a family watching this together, take a moment 
pause the video and just share with one another what is your favorite Bible story, perhaps at the moment, because I know it changes from time to time, and why. Take a few moments to share, and once you've done, hit play again. In Hebrews chapter 11 from verse 32, we read this beautiful passage. It's all about these great giants of the faith in the build-up, these long stories, people who've done incredible things for God by faith. And then we pick up the story here in verse 32, and it says, How much more do I need to say? It would take too long to recount the stories of the faith of Gideon, Barak, Samson, Jephthah, David, Samuel, and all the prophets. By faith, these people overthrew kingdoms. They ruled with justice, and they received what God had promised them. They shut the mouths of lions, quenched the flames of fires, and escaped by the edge of the sword. Their weakness was turned to strength. They became strong in battle and put whole armies to flight. Women received their loved ones back again from death. Here it says this Stories. Time would fail. There are too many stories in Scripture for us to tell of all of them at any given time. Obviously, each one of these stories are, are there for our instruction. They're here to teach us something, to demonstrate to us something of God, His character, and His ways. If you haven't yet, perhaps I want to just take this moment to invite you to join us for Bible school where we unpack some of this God's characters and His ways. It's an incredible impartation into your life. The first three weeks, as always, will be open sessions. I'm yet to meet the person who says, I so regret doing Bible school. Come and do Bible school. I know it will change your life. But there's still stories. There's stories of people's lives. And you know, that's somehow why we connect to them. There's stories of God's grace and God's hand upon their lives. To be sure, the focus point of every one of these stories is not the person themselves. It's not Moses or Peter or Paul. It's not Barak or Deborah or Esther. They're not the focal point of the story. The focal point of every one of these stories is Jesus. So let's just put this right out there and not miss that, that the stories, as we read them, as we tell of them, Jesus is very much at the center. It's amazing how we as people are, are drawn to stories whether they be stories in book format for those of us who are readers, stories, novels, just these tales that we get drawn into because they involve people. Perhaps some of the newer generations, the series on Netflix or whatever it may be that we watch, these stories where people spend millions upon millions of dollars to make up stories, retell stories if they were true stories, and we, in a sense, get to experience them. There's something about us as people that are drawn to stories. I'm sure most of us have sat around a braai, a campfire, uh, the river in the bush felt, somewhere with friends, with loved ones, just sat around for the evening, just telling stories. I remember many, many years ago when I was just a young believer, listening to the stories of those older in their faith. Perhaps in a small group, they'd be sharing a testimony or somebody preaching would be telling the story of just how they stepped out in faith and God moved powerfully and they saw somebody healed or they were on a missions trip and God provided or there was a situation in their life and they cried out to God and, and God answered. Maybe even just casually hanging out and, you know, just as believers, as friends, just telling stories. 
And I remember as we were going through life together, as people were sharing these stories of how they'd seen God's hand at work through their lives, in their families, on missions trips. I remember sitting, listening, hearing these stories and being so inspired. And then one day I remember thinking, I don't want to just repeat their stories to others. I don't want to be a reteller of stories. I want my own stories to tell. I realize now looking back, I felt a little bit like Job who says in chapter 42 from verse 5, I had only heard about you before, but now I have seen you with my own eyes. I had heard so much about God through testimonies, stories, other people's accounts, but now I wanted to begin to see him myself. Perhaps a little bit like in, in the Matrix, that old movie that you cannot, no one can be told what the Matrix is. You have to experience it for yourself. I wanted to experience God for myself. And so I began to pray. I began to pray that God would give me my own stories to tell. It always starts with prayer. Everything with God starts with prayer. Prayer changes us far more than it. It changes God. So I want to invite you for the next couple of Monday evenings. We're going to be praying together as a church, growing together in our prayer. We've got a little prayer course we're going to be doing and then sort of a 20 minute, 25 minute content. And then we're going to take time and pray together. I would love to invite you to join me on Monday evenings as we pray. Back to stories. And so here's me, this young believer. I want to hear stories. I want to experience God for myself. And I began to pray that God would give me my own stories to tell. I didn't necessarily go out story hunting as such, but I did begin to step out of my comfort zone. I realized that I won't have any stories of my own to tell simply by listening to the stories of others. I would only have stories to tell if I began walking in faith and, and trusting God to do great things. I began to pray big prayers. I signed up for missions teams. I began looking for opportunities to step out for Jesus. I expected God to do big things. And he did. He still does. Something I learned is that if you are looking for an opportunity to step out for Jesus, you will find it. There are people all around us in need of grace. So why not be the one to extend it to them? Step out, take a chance, see what happens. And so there was me, this young believer, praying, saying, Jesus, I want stories to tell. And then a, a couple of years later, sort of towards the end of my studies, I studied for quite a long time and worked at the university as well for a while. One of my other colleagues, this one, a, a believer, she came to me and she, I just remember sort of in passing, we were just talking about something that I was planning or busy with or can't remember exactly what the details were. But I remember her saying this line to me. It was in Afrikaans, but she said, Philip, you have an exciting life. And I realized God had given me stories. I could tell stories at that stage of how God had come through for us on missions teams of how we would lay hands on the sick and they would recover. The deaf would hear. Haven't yet seen a, a blind person receive their sight again, but so many stories of deaf people who couldn't hear. I remember one lady specifically who just comes to me now as I think of this. We were in series on a missions team one evening, sort of a worship night, just spending God, time in the Lord's presence. I felt God say to me that there's somebody here who 
is deaf in their ear and God wants to heal them. There might have been more specifics. I can't remember the exact detail, but what I do remember is this lady, slightly elderly lady, came forward and she said, how did you know? How did you know? Did my, did my daughter tell you? Did my daughter come to you and tell you what was going on? How do you know? Because I think there were some more details about her life that God just showed me in that time. And this lady came forward, prayed for her. Her ear was open. She'd been in a vehicle accident. And I think if I remember correctly, it was her left ear. She wasn't able to hear. God came and he healed it in a moment right there. God had been giving me stories. There are so many stories that I am thankful I'm able to tell. Stories that I can gather my children around. Stories that one day I can gather my grandchildren around. Put them on my lap and say, these are the good things that God has done. So God had been giving me stories. Stories that I could relate to others. Not stories that I would retell that it was somebody else's story. and That I was sharing about the great thing that God had done with and through and for someone else. God will be giving me stories, stories that I can tell my children, stories that I can work into my sermons, stories that one day I can sit around a campfire with my grandchildren and tell them about God's goodness. God wants to give you stories, stories of his faithfulness, stories of his grace, stories of his goodness, stories of his power. In the very last verse of the book of John, it says, Jesus also did many other things. So we have the four Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, telling us all of these great, incredible things that Jesus has done. In the last verse in the book of John, Jesus also did many other things. If they were all written down, I suppose the whole world could not contain the books that would be written. And that book is not finished. Those stories are not finished. Let us step out. Let us trust God for our neighbor, for our colleague, for our friend, for our family member, for the person across the globe as we step out to say, Jesus, would you do great things? Can I pray for you? Can I pray for us as we close our time together? Jesus, thank you today that as always, you are the same yesterday, today, and forever, that you are not a God who changes. You will never change. You can never change. And you have always been a God who is about stories. And so, Father, I pray for myself. I pray for every single person listening to this message. God, and I ask that you would give us stories. Stories of your goodness, of your faithfulness. Stories of your grace, Lord. I pray, Holy Spirit, that you would show us, Lord, where we can exercise faith, where we can have actions that accompany our faith, so that we may have stories to tell of the greatness of God. Father, I pray for everyone who feels like Job, that my ears had heard of you, but Lord, now their eyes would begin to see. God, I pray for grace that we may begin to step out even more of our comfort zone, sign up for missions teams, be involved in opportunities to serve others, whether formal or just by ourselves, just reaching out to a neighbor or to a colleague, just being willing to extend grace. God, I pray that as we do that, as we pray big prayers, that we would see a big God answering in all of your glory. Thank you, Jesus. Amen.
Thanks for listening to this message from Shofar Christian Church. We believe that you enjoyed your time with us, establishing God's kingdom and His glory in your life. For more info, call us on 012-362-1363. Email us, pretoria at shofaronline.org. Browse our website, www.shofaronline.org. Or like us on facebook.com forward slash shofarpretoria.org.